Hey, how you guys doing? It's the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to podcast. Oh, boy. I'm not really sure what podcast this is because it's been such a long time since we did a podcast. This is the evacuation podcast. The producer is in the ATL once again. Um, so instead of being on the line tonight, it's to my right tonight. To my right tonight, it is who this? Big Hutch. All right. Big Hutch is off to my left. All right. And then to my left, who this? Hola, the female perspective. All right, so the whole core group is together. Uh, we didn't bring in others because we were just sitting here live in and our itself. Um, truth be told, the producer is kind of lit right now, as the young people say. Um, <laughs> if you, there's another podcast that's going on right now uh, that you might be able to find about the Who Day Over 40. My sports team ain't exactly doing well today. And I'm pissed about it. So, yeah. So, this might be a little bit of an Angry Brother podcast, uh, which is okay in that sense because uh, those podcasts are always a lot of fun. Uh, but as we roll around the table, Hutch, what you drinking, man? Blue Moon Honey Wheat. All right. So, yeah, we got a case of Blue Moon. I'm also uh, on the Blue Moon uh, this week. I have the white IPA. Female perspective, what you got? Granite Coast uh, Red Red wine. Okay, so red blend. All right, so yeah, so we're on the on the good stuff tonight. Uh, feeling pretty good. Female perspective just found out that her job might be canceled for the next two days. Hooray! <laughs> yeah, so uh, she's happy. Uh, Hutch, maybe not so much. Boom. Yeah, it's it, it's different. Uh, like I said, the producer is evacuated from Florida to the ATL because of Hurricane Irma. Uh, Irma will get an STFU later in the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, just kind of one of those weird weekends. There's sports going on. There's just a lot of going ons, but not going ons all at the same time. Uh, lucky enough and fortunate enough to record uh, with the founders here for Brothers Comics. All right, so the first part of the podcast is after what you're drinking is the RIPs. We were talking about this a little bit before we started. Man, I don't know nobody that died of any significance. <laughs> Female perspectives. You said somebody died, but you don't even know who they are. I believe there was someone of significance. However, this is horrible. I can't think of who it is. So, yeah. But um, I, I'm currently looking it up to see who, who we should probably give an honorable mention to. It has been a bad month for stunt people and country singers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Hutch said there was two country singers that died yesterday or the day before yesterday. Yeah. But, I mean... Uh, if podcast 68 or 69, whichever one we did before that, uh, Hutch said, if we spent too much time on Glenn Campbell, we went too far. So these people is lesser than uh, freaking uh, that dude. Yeah. So uh, we ain't going to spend no time on some country folks that I don't even know who Sorry they that they died. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, exactly. So we're sorry that you died and all, but shit, nigga. Um, <laughs> Still a little hot, are you? Yeah, just a little bit. Um, yeah, the habitual line stepper... Uh, Sounder will definitely be getting into effect today. Uh, I, again, I am beyond about my sports team at this point in time. I cannot believe that these um, motherfuckers, motherfuckers, these <laughs> Negroes fucking went out there and laid an absolute to say laid an Foster egg. Jake. Yeah, to say laid an egg is an, an insult to eggs at this point. So <laughs> fuck them. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's kind of where I am. All right, so, uh, so yeah, past the RIPs, let's jump straight into the box office report. Um, let's let the Fox Sounder bring us in. All right, so as the Fox Sounder brings us in, 
Uh, female Perspectives always counts us up from the five movies in America. I have one stop sign and a discussion for the number one movie in America, which ought to get lit, so to speak. <laughs> so, all right, hit it. Uh, number five is Wind River, which made uh, $3.2 million. I'm not sure who's in that or what that's about. Yeah, and we can definitely skip that shit. Go ahead. Four. <laughs> number four is Annabelle Creation, which made... <laughs> Four billion. And four billion, is, nigga. How much you I'm drinking? I'm sorry, now you're right. I have four million. Excuse me. Um, slip of the tongue, and it has made ninety six million thus far off of a fifteen million dollar budget. That's crazy. For off the fifteen that's million impressive. and ninety six million, yeah, that's a lot of freaking money. Um, damn, that's a lot of money. That's a hundred million dollar picture. Uh, so there'll definitely be an animal creation four. part two, three, yeah. and four. Yeah, so good for them. All right, what was number three? Number three is the Hitman's Bodyguard, which made four point eight million. Ah, uh, go ahead. Oh, it's made sixty four million thus far off of the, off of a thirty million dollar budget. Now I threw up a stop sign there because before we got started today, earlier in the day, you said you actually seemed to get that shit. So I go ahead and did. give your review, and we can also make fun of your ass for seeing that shit. Yes, I I give you. You know, uh, you have my permission to make fun of me for saying that. It it was, uh, I'll give it, uh, I think, a C. I think I said a C minus or something Mm. like that. Yeah, it it wasn't that great. Mm. And I think I knew that going into it. But, yeah, I mean, it is what it is (laughs) at this point. I, I, what possessed you to see a movie with never, uh, never, exactly, never miss a check, Sam right, Jackson and, and Deadpool Ryan in it? Reynolds, who isn't the, I, who I'm not a big fan of his acting abilities either. Um, but I, I guess you know I saw it and I was like, yeah, this might be kind of funny and lies. Uh, exactly, <laughs> and it was the number one movie for what a couple of weeks now, but mainly it was number one because there really wasn't anything else being offered. <laughs> Did you say it was so, too long? It was too long. I, that's definitely a point. It was at least thirty minutes too long, easily, hmm. easily. It tended to drag quite a bit. So yeah, but there were some funny moments. <sighs> there were some all right funny moments, but I mean, there really wasn't a. Laugh out loud, funny moment. At least not to me. It was very typical from both of them. I mean, it's typically what you would expect from both of them. So yeah, hmm. um, uh, it wasn't impressive at all. Hmm. <laughs> it was actually the number one movie for three weeks in a row because nothing else came out. And usually that that long weekend of was it Memorial Day Labor or Labor Day. Day? That that you usually put something out there in that weekend and nothing of significance came out. Right. Which allowed that sorry ass movie to, to get whatever it got. So yeah, it's um unfortunate. But yeah, so you saw it, okay, so mm-hmm. you gave it a C. That's more than enough. Mm-hmm. All right. What was number two? Number two is Home Again. That made nine million. Uh I think that is a movie with Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it's about. I'm not sure I, it's I said about. to you earlier that Reese Witherspoon was on like every magazine cover at the mm-hmm. Publix. And I'm like, why is she all over everything? Mm-hmm. Hutch, what's, what's, what's your perspective on Reese Witherspoon, the <laughs> actress, and as a uh, female attractiveness? 
Reese Witherspoon has a big, gigantic fucking head <laughs> and a little uh, lollipop body kind of thing working. <laughs> she, I mean, her legally blind one was all right. She was all right in Cruel Intentions, and I don't think I've watched another fucking movie with her in it. She sucks donkey dick. <laughs> you didn't see that movie where she won her Oscar, and she is Oscar award winner, Reese Witherspoon, because then she won an Oscar for uh, yeah, Walk the Line. Walk the Line. I, the best thing she was in was that police video where she was like, <laughs> you know who I am? You know who I am? What's happened here in the ACL, by the way? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Well played, sir. All right. Um, yeah, what was the number one movie? Number one is It, which made $117 million off of a $35 million budget. Okay, on the previous podcast, we talked a little bit about It. Um, I talked about how I watched that movie so I could put some points on the board with some girl in college, and I did. I did put points on the board, um, but uh, it was a real hairy, shaky night from that. Because again, <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, I do not do scary movies. Um, but go ahead, Hutch. How hairy and shaky was she? Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, shaving two bits. Um, uh, it, it was, I, I'm just not a fan of scary movies. I don't like clowns. I don't like scary movies. So putting the two things together is an absolute no for me. This movie made how much money, female perspective? $117 million. Now that's on a short weekend, on a regular weekend, too. And also on a weekend where people in Florida and Houston cannot fuck with movies because of hurricanes and whatnot. So that literally meant mo- just about everybody that went to the movies went to see exactly, that movie. Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, damn. I, a horror movie cracking triple digits on a short, on a regular weekend. That's amazing. Now, we, but here we go. We've had at least six months of advertising for it because we were dealing with a clown in the White House. Touche, touche. But... Overall, and like I said, we talked about this on the other podcast, like the one that was the the ABC TV movie or whatever that came on before, shit, that was scary enough. And now you take the restrictions of taking it off TV on uh, female perspective. I showed you a video with some white girl, like white folks play too much, hashtag white folks play too much, about somebody scaring like her black roommate with some it shit. Like that, that you said you'll see it. Go ahead. Why, why are you going to see it? Uh, well, I saw the original one, that, and I, I mentioned on our previous podcast, I did enjoy the original. However, the ending was a little shaky. Um, and I and because this has gotten relatively good reviews, um, and it seems to have done well at the box office, now my curiosity is peaked. I want to see what they have done to tweak um, you know, what was originally done with the story. Hunch, you not opposed to scary movies. Are you okay with it? I love scary movies. This tis the season coming up. I have no problem with it. I'm not a big fan of clowns anymore. I used to like clowns. A lot of people are afraid of clowns. Yeah. I don't know if I'm not alone afraid of clowns. I just I'm not a big fan of big gigantic dudes with white makeup on with red lips with <laughs> a chainsaw or whatever. Yeah, I don't mess with clowns at all. But 
Yeah, I just I can I can never. Uh, Hutch made a, a thing like, okay, so if the if my favorite sports team, I don't even want to mention them fucking people today. If my favorite sports team won the won the Super Bowl, was going to the Super Bowl, would I see it? No, I still wouldn't see it. Uh, I'm I'm okay. The movie theaters have been putting people in clown suits inside the movie theater when people are walking in and seeing these niggas sitting in there with clown suits <laughs> and red balloons. Man, fuck. That that's just never going to happen for me. But that's an amazing and the fact that you I'm sure Hollywood is super pissed because they can't make an it too. You know what I mean? Female uh, perspective. Well, I, I, say, I shouldn't say can't. They right. and they and because seeing as how well this one did, they I'm more than likely there will be a sequel. To yeah, because they just they can't. Yeah, they they'll be like, yeah, hey, uh, Mr. King. Too much money for them to just let go by the way. So. Yeah, Mr. King, can you pin something real right. quick, and exactly. we'll just work around it, and uh, so we can get a, a, a way to get a sequel out of. Yeah, Pennywise ain't no joke. Uh, right. I'm good, man. Uh, Tim Curry, I think was the first one yeah. or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm straight. Um, And it's funny that they did this because um, also uh, I think in the last couple of years there have been, you know, appearances of these scary clowns in various locations who have been terrorizing various communities. And there was a big thing going on about that. So, yeah, with this movie coming out and, you know, with that already having happened um yeah in combination that's that's interesting that they decided to you know redo this but yeah yeah i (laughs) I bet i think they go i think they go hand in hand more than likely probably man listen um nope (laughs) (laughs) there's just no way shape and form that that's ever going to happen for me um i just can't see it it uh, but it won't wow. Sorry, yeah, a big hunch is showing me the final of my favorite sports team, with the only team that's going to get shut out during opening weekend at home. No, <laughs> so fuck them. Look, listen to that podcast if you're really into sports. All right, so yeah, so good weekend for the box office. It finally bounces back. Um, yeah, because the box office had been doing poorly for like the last a month. Like a month. Yeah, yeah. It, it had been struggling big time. I guess the next real big thing that's coming out after it is what Thor. I mean, that's in November. That's in November at some point Uh, in time. Um, I don't think that there's anything really that people are looking forward to. I think Jennifer Lawrence has, and she's going to come up in blurred notes. uh, Has some horror movie coming out around mm -hmm. Thanksgiving as well. But I mean, like it's Jennifer Lawrence, so who cares? Um, (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. So just let you know. Good for the box office. It boxes. it, It bounces back a little bit. As we start to get into that fall, winter, um, Oscar bait season uh, to see, you know, kind of what's out there ready for the award season. I think um, Big Hutch mentioned, um, I wonder why this wasn't released closer or like in October for Halloween. I think it would have really, you know, done even better. Yeah. 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 It could have made. 150 million dollars right, if it was exactly. closer to Halloween. And uh-huh. You know what? And that happens all the time. Like Annabelle Creation should have been a movie that right. came out came in out Halloween, Halloween, and it too. came out in uh, August. Right. You know, and I, I don't know why they don't push those movies around Halloween or whatever. Hot, you got a theory on that? My guess is that they believe that something else is going to come out that should probably trump that, but I can't think of any movie that would do it. And right now would be the time to start advertising it if if it were. And I haven't seen anything that. That uh, would be on the same, you know, level as as it or whatever. So, right. yeah, I don't either. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So that's 
that's the box office report. We start to wrap that up. Head straight into blurred notes. Um, hit my music. Blurred notes. Blurred notes. Blurred notes. Blurred notes. All right, so Blurred Notes brings us in. It's our six-pack of questions during the week of uh, topics in kind of the entertainment world and Blurredly topics. Um, I give the people a number. They pick it, and they talk about it until they can figure it out. Um, We'll probably just go straight from the top today, even though we're sitting here straight now, because I actually roll dice like we used to, but uh, we'll just go straight from the top. So the big hearts first. Um, The Venom movie with Tom Hardy. Sony is developing their own Venom movie. Um, with Tom Hardy, it's been delayed actually until the fall. Uh, Venom movies will not have any Spider-Man in it whatsoever. It's only going to be produced by Sony. Marvel does not have, and Disney does not have any way, shape, or form in this. Is this a good sign? Or and how you feel about Venom the movie? <sighs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I am not. This is going to be awful. I can tell right now. It's being delayed probably because they know it's they're holding off the suck. That's what I say. Um, Venom needs Spider-Man, and you, I don't doing a movie without Spider-Man in it with a Venom. I don't get it. We gonna have what? No, don't tell me. Give me an hour of Tom Hardy walking around, shirtless, waiting, whatever, <laughs> waiting for this symbiote to land on him, and you know, and go through all that, and then he go beat up some. Bank robbers or help the bank robbers. I don't even know how they're going to play it. So, I mean, this is going to be awful. This is, I mean, Disney actually might have a good idea by not getting involved in this. And that's a first. Damn, Disney. <laughs> Go ahead, female perspective. Uh, yeah, again, it, it'll be interesting to see how they incorporate this character without his, you know, relationship to Spider Man. I mean, that, he. The character generates from the Spider-Man character, mm-hmm. so I yeah I have no idea where they're gonna go with this. Um, yeah, um, and that's about all I can say about it. <laughs> this idea of making movies of anti-heroes, Hotch. Um, there's the Harley Quinn movie allegedly that's still supposed to be there. There was a report last week, and again we haven't uh, podcast in a few weeks. There was a report that. Martin Scorsese was thinking about doing a Joker movie with possibly with y'all's boy uh, Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. DiCaprio. So the anti-hero female perspective, what do you think? Um, Now that would be interesting. One, I mean, if you can get Martin Scorsese to put his take on it, I think that would be an interesting, you know, viewpoint. And then you throw Leonardo DiCaprio into the picture. I would be all in to see where the, where they would take that character. I really would. We all know that there's going to be some, the judge will call some black character a nigga. <laughs> We're going to hear some Rolling Stone songs in it. And that's a Scorsese pick. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Joe Pesci going to play, basically, is what I want to know. The Penguin. And Joe Pesci, he might, you know, he exactly. Might yeah, Pesci's play the penguin. Right. Yeah. How do I fucking amuse you, yeah. Joker? Yeah. Exactly. That's so I mean, play. so you have that as a possibility, Harley Quinn. I mean, like this, that things like they're going in a different direction of anti-heroes. Like right. you know, not always. Yeah. Exactly. Not always the superheroes in capes to try to see 
I, I mean, I think that could maybe work. Uh, I think people go to movies to cheer for or against people. So when you like kind of ride the line, I think it gets really weird sometimes. Like it, you can't go to a movie with the Joker in it, watching him beat the shit out of Harley Quinn and abuser, and be like, you know what? That's cool. Right. And I think they said that uh, Jared Leto was a little confused by, you know, hearing this news because he's supposed to be making a movie with uh, Harley Quinn. And then here here you have this news about them making a, another uh, Joker movie without him. So I think he's kind of left it out in, you know, in left field trying to figure out, OK, where is this coming from? Right. So, yeah, I mean, I... Uh, I'd be interested in seeing it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure where this is gonna go, but yeah, I'm I'm interested. Okay, yeah, it's interesting that that is a possibility. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm down on any Venom movie that doesn't have Spider-Man in it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. All right, the next one, and I'm gonna play a little bit of the theme music here as we start. Um, it says that uh, there was a report out that the greatest American hero is looking for a relaunch uh, with a female lead, not necessarily a, a male lead. I thought it was that William Cat, I think, was the lead in that show, The Greatest American Hero. I said to Hutch earlier in the day, what do you remember about that show besides the theme song and besides uh, fucking, um, uh, not Kramer, uh, uh, what's it, uh, what's, what's George Costanza like using it as his answer machine message on Seinfeld? What do you remember about that show, Hutch? I said I remembered the dude that was in uh with the Bill Cosby. What was his name? Robert Culp. Yeah, Robert Culp. I remember him. He was in the show. I remember there was the aliens dropped off the shit in a, a suitcase. Yeah, he dropped off the student suitcase with instructions. He lost the instructions, and yes, he could all he he has problems flying. Yeah, but he was invulnerable, kind of. Yeah, there was some bad stuff like that. I remember that. (laughs) Female perspective. What do you remember about that show? Um, I used to watch it occasionally. I mean, I remember the actor with the curly blonde hair, and I mean that's about about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of, you know, a cheesy romantic take on, you know, the American hero. Um, so yeah, and, and of course I remember the theme song, but yeah. That's the only thing that I can even really remember. Yeah, about right, show. it's the theme song. Besides, and, and, and Costanza <laughs> using it on his answer machine. <laughs> Georgia's not home. Uh, <laughs> 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 really the only thing I can remember. Um, I mean, female lead. Right. Does it make a difference? Right. Does it make a difference though for you? Oh, like a female, female lead? lead? No. Okay. No, not not particularly, no. Okay. Yeah, it's I mean it's interesting. I just sometimes like stuff that they bring back from the eighties kinda sucks. Like this show kinda maybe probably suck. So I don't know about bringing it back to make it any better. Well, um, Hutch and I have had this conversation on many occasions, and I also did an article about, you know, all the movies and TV shows they were remaking and so forth, and they seem to keep going back to the same time period of like the 80s and nine, early 90s, whatever, and a lot of this stuff simply does not need to be remade. Mm-hmm. I mean... A lot of it, if it was successful, it's based on the success of the nostalgia of the time period it, mm-hmm. you know, was made. 
So you take it outside of that and, and it's dated. It's, I mean, it's just not going to work. And I mean, I think Hollywood either doesn't care or, but, but they're wasting money because a lot of these movies have failed. And a lot of these TV shows have failed because of that. But how, how much has Stranger Things uh, maybe helped this 80s oh, nostalgia? Oh, yeah. I mean, right? but that that's like, that's the anomaly outside of that group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that's the exception to the rule. Hmm. And they are looking for another Stranger Things, most definitely. Yes, they are. I didn't watch that show, and people, and that's because I'm surprised I, because I, I mean, that seems like that's up your alley. You, you like the Goonies, ding, ding, right? Ding. Yes, I've heard, heard it. That yeah. is very much a Goonies yeah, yeah, yeah. type of show. Yeah, and people keep telling me that. And why? I so just, why have you not watched? It's it? just because I, I find myself hard to watch stuff. That's just, I have to watch by myself. Like, I don't, like, oh, okay, well, let's just watch this together. And so I have find a hard time watching stuff. Y'all know, like, I just started watching Game of Thrones. It took me forever to finish it because I had to watch it by myself at late, like, hours of the night because I couldn't watch it with anybody else. So that's why. But, I, I mean, I'm thinking about it. I know those kids are at every freaking con that I've been to in the oh, last few definitely. weeks. Um, so... I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll, I'll eventually watch it, but yeah, it, it's definitely something I'm looking forward to. Eventually. I don't think Hutch, you haven't watched it either. Have I, I think I'm the it. only one out of the group that has watched it, and I would recommend that both of you do watch it. It is very entertaining. I think you know Hutch would probably appeal to it because of the Dungeons and Dragons reference. Um, he hates and, kids, though. <laughs> what? You hate children, though. Oh, oh I don't <laughs> hate and, and you would, and the producer would like it because of it, its uh, play on you know movies that you liked, or like the Goonies yeah. and so forth. So I think you probably both would enjoy it. So I would recommend if you have an opportunity to check it out. Here's something too that we haven't discussed. That's also on Netflix, uh, The Defenders. I was going to say, I was going to bring that up. That was going to be part of uh, one of my blurred notes. Yes, uh, we have not discussed The Defenders. I just started watching it, and I watched like the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, have you watched it, producer? I started the first 35 seconds, <laughs> and that's about as far as a nigga got. <laughs> and uh, uh, I don't think Hutch has, has made any attempt. Right. So, <laughs> for no other reason than just, nah, I just didn't care. I just didn't, you know. So, I, okay, and, and therein lies an issue. So, why is it that we did watch uh, the other, I four, think, four? Luke Cage, uh, Jessica yeah, Jones, exactly. Daredevil, season one and two. So, um, now that uh, they've gotten all the characters together, why is it that we just don't care to really see that. Iron Fist fucked me up. Yeah, I think part of that is a little bit of a backlash yeah. from Iron Fist. Yeah, Iron Fist it was fuck, so poorly done. Yeah, Iron Fist fucked me up. It's just poor, it was poorly done, poorly acted, poorly fought scene, right. fight scenes. Yeah. There was just nothing about it. So putting them all together just made me like, man, I don't even want to mess with this. I, right. I, I, I like it all. A friend of mine stated that when you have a fruit cocktail... Or a or a vegetable medley. No matter what you put in there, the worst the worst fruit or vegetable in it is the one there. It always tastes right. So yes, because our business in this, it always tastes like lima beans. And I can't stand lima beans. That would also be me. I can't. You couldn't force a lima bean down my throat, man. That brings back some memories. Yeah. 
We can side flop for talking on that too. <laughs> I can't fuck with a black eyed pea either. You can you can knock me all my teeth out and be I like, swallow this and I'll give you money and I'm gonna spit this that shit out. I fuck black eyed peas is fucking the worst. worst. <laughs> Ooh, Lord, I can't stand a black eyed pea. <laughs> Woo Lord, I can't stand a black eyed pea. Alright. And the musical group too. Furries, um, <laughs> all the niggas too. Yeah, y'all all suck too. Fuck a black eyed pea. Alright, so, yeah, alright, so, yeah, so we're like, eh, whatever about Greatest American Hero, and all thumbs down to Black Eyed Hutch, you like Black Eyed Peas? I don't mind, I have no problem with Black Eyed Peas, mm. but Lima Beans, they got them little lines yeah. on them. Yeah! It's like, it's like, it's like eating a locust. Ew! And that grainy, grimy taste, and they don't go yeah. down there. They don't go down smooth. No, at all, they man. don't. And they come out the same way they go in. <laughs> I can think of some horrible <laughs> memories of when I used to actually cry because I was forced to eat those things. Mm. I mean, oh, they were awful. <laughs> Hold on. Let, uh, yeah, and I'll jump in and get it right to you. Let's talk about some. Um, Let's talk about some <laughs> shit that our parents made us eat that was fucking disgusting. All right. Um, first off, and just uh, Hutch and I can only can parlay on this only because we live in the same damn house. Uh, lima beans was one. <laughs> Hutch, how do you, how you feel about um, liver? Oh, boy. Every time we had liver, I always looked down at my belly to see if they cut it out of me. Liver is awful. That's the worst, too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Liver when I, when liver was on the menu, I mean, I, I lost some LB. <laughs> and there are just some things you can't dress up with sauce or whatever. You yeah. just can't add anything to it to make it taste better. It's just horrible. How do you, you feel about Salisbury steak, man? <laughs> Salisbury steak is awful. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there was some man. There were a couple of nights you just be you just dodge, man. You got to put your neo on. You just dodge some awful foods. Uh, how, how, you, how you feel about tuna on toast, man? <laughs> I don't have no problem with tuna. Oh, no. I don't have uh, green peas. I don't have a problem with. Mm-hmm. But if that if that bread ain't crisp and it gets soggy, and, <laughs> and it's disgusting. Hutch, how you feel about Chili Mac, man? <laughs> <laughs> the first hundred times I had it wasn't horrible, but damn it, that 101, Ooh. I cannot put chili and macaroni together oh, ever again God. in my life. <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, yeah uh, God bless our grandmother. She served us whatever was available at certain times. <laughs> she grew up during the Depression. Yeah, the 80s Depression. <laughs> Thanks, Reagan. And, um, it just did. Sometimes it was just like, oh, I can't fuck with no tuna on toast. Yeah, and chili mac. My friends used to make fun of us for fucking chili mac, man. Like we used to get roasted, as the kids say today, over some damn chili mac. <laughs> Your grandmother serving that chili mac. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So oh, not wow. a, not a good look. All right, sorry. All right, so <laughs> uh, blurred note number three. Uh, let's say is, um, all right, here you go, female perspective. It says Jennifer Lawrence has signed on to do the Dark Phoenix movie, the next movie in the X-Men saga. And she said, and I quote, um, I signed on to the movie to do it for my fans. 
not a fat ass check. Uh, so Jennifer Lawrence back to the Dark Phoenix saga, who has nothing to do with it in the comic book. Mystique, right. nothing well, in the comic book. Uh, well, we all know that it was for the fat ass check. I mean, yeah, because I think what was the last movie she was in that Passengers. Passengers. That did not do well at the box office. I mean, this is a guaranteed fat check for us, so, I mean, why not? Why not show up, get the check, and then cry about it later? Because I think initially all of them had planned to be finished with doing the X-Men series at this point. Um, at least her and, and Fassbender and, um, dang, I always forget his Avery name. or, or um, Professor X? Yeah, Professor X, mm-hmm. right. So um, I think all of them are going to be returning, and since you said they're not even a part of the storyline in the comic book, Mystique ain't. Mystique yeah, ain't. Magneto oh, really isn't, isn't either. Magneto, yeah. not in Dark Phoenix part. No. Okay. So yeah, I think it's it's basically for fat chicks. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is is like <laughs> the most overhyped. No, I mean her movies blow. Nobody goes to see them that I can that I can think of. I mean, the X-Men, last couple of X-Men movies have been horrible. So, with her. With her, you're right. Right. So, right, but she is the it girl, I guess, for right now. Yeah. So. They they have uh, they have perpetuated her as the it girl. Mm-hmm. Basically, in a clown outfit. <laughs> well, that's funny you should say that her next movie that's supposed to come out, you female spec, you might want to look it up, is she has a horror movie coming out right, that's close to Halloween. Mother or something Mother, like that? yeah, yeah, that's like trend, that's trending downward if you look at the, uh, the oh, early yeah. reviews or oh. whatever. So she's going to have two back-to-back bombs. bombs. So, yeah, you got to go back to what you know right. and what's comfortable and what's going right. to pay you that right. money. So, yeah, so she, shit. of course, she's going to go back to X-Men at this point in time, yeah. even though she has nothing to do with it. I think more than anything, like, I'm just done with her in in the X-Men movies. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just done with Mystique. They just gave her too much of a push to mm-hmm. begin with. And I think it's just, I think more than anything, I'm just over with that. I don't know that I'm over with her. I, I think she's an average actress. She ain't, like, mm-hmm. awful. But I, you know, I think that they pushed her to the to the stratosphere, mm-hmm. and I just kind of, you know, you get sick of seeing her. Right. But, yeah. I well, mean, it could be a you know matter of overexposure too. I mean, she has been pushed a lot. A lot. What was the last movie you saw her in? Other uh, than X Men, she won. Besides X Men, I didn't see that one that they was pushing her for for the Oscar a couple years ago that they were. Um, Remember, they pushed her for an Oscar for the, um, some other movie, the one that she did after uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, and then after yeah, that, yeah, the, yeah. after that um, one, though, when she was hey, like what a. What was that called? Hold on a minute. That yeah. Movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. She was a waitress, um, a mom or a waitress yeah, or an actress yeah. or some I shit like that. I'll pull up the name. Uh, is pulling yeah. it up. I didn't see that one, but beyond that, um, like, I haven't. I mean, I don't really mess with her overall, Hutch. I mean, we can do it from a dude's perspective. She, I mean, she ain't really even that attractive, right? Not really. Yeah, she's silently average at best. Yeah. And her personality also sucks. <laughs> See, a lot of people kind of find her appealing because they think she's so, you know, down, to earth. And down yeah. to earth and so forth. But, I mean, I don't know. I didn't see it like that. It's when she first came out, when she was in like what was that, The Beautiful Bones or something like that. When she was, when I saw her at the Oscars, when she got nominated for a Best Supporting Actor uh, for that movie in the Meth movie, as I call it. Yeah, uh, you know, she was like a 
kind of big boned, not big boned, but she's, you know, not a skinny, life, white lady, lead actress or whatever. And then she, you know, she did Hunger Games or whatever. And, you know, she became this big old star. But I was just like, eh, you know. I never really, I never looked at her as like, oh, you know, wow, she's really attractive, and, you know, whatever, like, she's just, eh, you know, I don't really, she didn't really do shit for me. I saw her naked pictures on that fucking, uh, on that, um, on that, uh, that hat, <laughs> yeah, the fat, the fat hat, and I was like, nah, I'm good. Oh, you weren't impressed by the naked pictures nah. either. <laughs> there, was, there was nobody on them pictures that looked good. <laughs> I was looking for them oh, Kate, Kate Upton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am looking for them Kate I'm like, hey! Yeah. Let <laughs> hold that mic, nigga. Yeah, uh, you're right, for sure. Because I was like, oh, shit, I want to see Kate Upton, Upton naked with them big-ass titties. Ooh! Oh! Oh! She like a bitch. Ooh! No! She looked like she just finished a UFC fight. Her face oh, all right. puffy and shit. Oh, wow. Her face is puffy than the titties. <laughs> So they were real rough and un, I mean, un- yeah, r- unfiltered. Like, yeah. It's like yeah. Justin Berlin threw the baseball on her face. <laughs> it was like, hey, Hugh uh, Hefner, could you get some of that fucking Photoshop? Um, <laughs> because damn, yo. And there's no another thing, too. Uh, stop taking fucking naked pictures of yourself. Nobody want to see your ass naked. For real. Well, like, you well, fucking well, somebody down. You see your, your ass naked. Hold on. Surprised when they're hacking. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, yeah, you can take uh, selfies in, in, in the bush or in the, uh, right in the nature. Yeah, yeah, the natural. But yeah, make sure you look good. Don't be sending your pictures number four <laughs> pictures. Yeek. Now, speaking of which, I don't know if you saw this one, but uh, have y'all seen that Miley Cyrus uh, leak stuff? No. Uh, no. No. Uh-uh. Oh. Yes, and it ain't awful. Oh yeah, it ain't good. Mm. She made and she got a video with her and some chick, and it's it's out there. Woohoo! And she ugly as all be damned. All be damned, sir. All be damned. Looking like a horse. (laughs) But not a good horse though. Like not like the one that you see, like you know, running in the meadow and shit. Like the one that's been beat up. The one that's been trained to glue. Yeah, the one that's been like. That they push around. <laughs> that's terrible. That's <laughs> yeah, the one that's been like beaten up so much it just runs on the trail without you don't even need to whip it. It's just like whatever. Yeah, just all right. ended the, already. the fucking Eeyore horse. <laughs> that Jennifer Lawrence movie was called American Hustle. That's well, no, no. After American Hustle, there oh, was another American one. A, 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 she had a shaky one after that. They're same dude shaky. with same David O'Kelly movie uh, director. It was there was another. Oh, Joy. Joy. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah they tried okay, to push yeah. it for that. Because mm-hmm. she had gotten nominated for those two movies in a row, and then they was right. hoping for Joy, and yeah. then Joy didn't do so well. It was Joy less. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So about, you, it wasn't it about the the lady who invented the miracle broom or something miracle like that. Yeah. Mop or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Hush, uh, Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence then in as Mystique or just in Dark Phoenix Saga at all. So the Dark Phoenix Saga <laughs> is a great series on, in the comic books. Now, in the movies, they're 0 for 2, and looks like 0 for 3 is coming. Mm. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence doing it. Uh, well, if they're going to have Sansa, she going to be dark, still the Phoenix? Yeah, Correct. she's still the Phoenix. Yeah. Um, I just, it looks like it's heading toward Bombsville. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was also reported this week that Jessica Chastain, who had been reportedly, it was going to be... Um, 
Lalandra, and she said, "I'm not playing Lalandra in these in these Dark Phoenix movies. Who's a huge figure in the Dark Phoenix saga?" She's like, "No, I'm not playing Lalandra." Uh, and there was also a th- report a couple weeks ago by Simon Kinberg, who's the producer of the X-Men movies. They were like, yeah, no, we're not going to try to make it galactic, this movie about Dark Phoenix. We're going to try to, you know, ground it to Earth, which the Dark Phoenix saga is really a freaking galactic, out of space, like, saga. And so, fuck Fox, basically. <laughs> Dude, they're going to fuck up Phoenix again. And uh, we get to look forward to that to next summer. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's that's just Fox, Fox hashtag Fox going to Fox. All right, uh, next one uh, to you, Hotch. Um, oh, yeah, the Aladdin cast, uh, the Aladdin movie that has been cast. They did cast the Middle Eastern person for the first couple of movies, uh, the main parts for Aladdin and for Jasmine. Uh, Will Smith is going to be the genie. We talked about that on the previous podcast. Um, whatever, nigga. And, um, but they did make a new role this week for a white person. A white person is going to be in the movie that was not in the original book like just like oh yeah random white person inside in the aladdin movie that was not in the movie before they just made up a role so random white dude in <laughs> i see your face sir random white dude in aladdin uh go. Well, first how did i get this one i mean, I mean what the fuck uh, so, i mean what are they gonna do add uncle uncle jim no, the, no. The, i mean the white dude in the in Aladdin series. No, this is not going to work. This, I mean, actually, but but damn, Disney will make it work. But just add a white person to the to the role. I mean, it's crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. It's still rattling in my head that this is going to be a live action movie. It's crazy, man. With Will Smith, by the way. Will Smith being the genie, why not? Hey, Will Smith will play Will Smith. He'll have a beard. He'll look like LeBron or whatever. <laughs> what that, That'll work. He'll turn him blue, sure. Random white person, female perspective in Aladdin that wasn't there before. Well, first of all, this whole production is a bit shaky. Um, <laughs> yeah, from Will Smith being cast as, you know, the genie to... Um, the lead character you said is is being played by who is this again? This it's an unknown person. Unknown person. Unknown person. Yeah. Oh. Um. So yeah, I mean the whole production is a bit shaky, and this random Caucasian person is even more shaky because I'm trying to figure how they go, how he's going to be incorporated into the storyline. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you could make what Jafar, you make him Dick Cheney or somebody. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's happening. Uh, but I think it's kind of funny, and it's something that's a brother's comics kind of staple or whatever. It's like, well, you know what? Um, we're gonna put this white person in the movie because you know what? White people need somebody to relate to in these movies. <laughs> so we're gonna put somebody in it so white people are gonna see it. Where in actuality they never rarely do that for a nigga or anybody else <laughs> and they just shove like white people down our face constantly. So I, it's just kinda funny that, you know, like, oh well, you know, maybe representation matters for us in these movies. Did did you forget the legend of Bagger Bank or Bagger Vance? They put in Will Smith. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Don't make me hit you with this microphone. <laughs> today ain't the day for that shit. Okay, 20 to nothing. That's all I got to say. 20 to nothing. Four interceptions, too. Oh, four? You yeah. do another one? Oh, yeah. Fuck that, nigga. Mm. All right. Anyway, sorry. 
Um, all right, so yeah, so um, I'm I'm down, I'm thumbs down on Aladdin overall. Um, to be honest with you, as a live action movie, um, I think the I think the cartoon movie is great. I, I don't need to see it as a cartoon movie. I know Beauty and the Beast did great and made five hundred million dollars, and it really was just a a, a transpose from the cartoon right, to, the, uh, to live I action. Did, eventually did you see it? That, okay, yeah. okay. And you're right. It, it was basically just a live a live action te- retelling of the animated movie. Now, what do you think about Emma Watson? <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Um, uh, I, I will say that I think Emma Watson is a, a relatively good actress. Yeah. I mean, I I think she's she's parlayed her, you know. Harry Potter acting experience well into, you know, be, becoming an adult actress. Listen, nigga, um, I'm glad that she's old enough that I can look at her now and don't oh, feel like a fucking pervert. Okay? So, Deuce like, did. yeah, I mean, Deuce shoot, she so. is, um, she's, so. she's a great actress, she's beautiful, and, um, she could get it twice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Don't stand so close. She's 30 years old. She's 29 or 30 years old. Yeah, she's old. So, yeah, I don't feel bad now at all. 25 years ago, I felt bad as fuck. Okay? Like, 20 years ago, I felt bad as fuck. But now, I don't feel bad at all. She's she's beautiful. She's she's beautiful. And she can act her ass off. Um, So, yeah, good for her. Um, All right. Uh, Blur note. uh, The next one. Uh, This is for you, Hodge. Uh, it was talking about the Shazam movie coming out, and they were talking about possibly casting uh, WWE wrestler John Cena as Sh- Shazam. Uh, so John Cena, or some other nigga, I don't even know what it was, but John Cena was one of the lead names on there. So John Cena, dun, 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 WWE wrestler, 14, 15-time world heavyweight champion uh, as Shazam. Go. Uh... That's not going to work. <laughs> Shazam, first off, is... I mean, Superman is the corniest of the cornballs. Shazam is 1A. He's also lightweight corny. Um, he, and John Cena playing him. John Cena is trying to be... The Rock, right? Trying he, to he's trying to white rock, a, white rock, a rock type of uh, uh, right career. persona, right? Trying mm-hmm. to act life after wrestling or whatever wrestling, wrestling. So <laughs> you know, good well, good luck to you, but you're gonna be like eighth or ninth place behind uh, the Rock, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. And Batista, yeah, you ain't you ain't got no chance in hell. Just pull pulling this off, sir. <laughs> Female perspective. Do you know who John Cena is? I know you don't watch a lot of wrestling. You have you know Mike. Yes, I, I don't. I do know who John Cena is. Um, I am familiar. I do not or have not watched wrestling, but I am familiar with who he is as far as the personality and so forth. And I agree with. Um, with Hutch, he is trying to have like a rock esque type of um, career, and I think he feels like this is the next step towards that. Um, now, I don't know, I don't know too much about the character of Shazam. Um, just from what I've heard, you guys mentioned this character is not all that impressive. So <laughs> Shazam is like an offshoot of Superman, but his uh, his powers are more based off of the 
off of the gods of Greek, the Greek gods, basically. Shazam is like a breakdown of all those particular Solomon and uh, Zeus. That all spells out Shazam. (laughs) But, you know, but in his normal life, he's a little 12-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's one origin. He's a 12-year-old kid who discovers these, or he gets sucked in by Merlin or something, and Mm. he's given these abilities. He says Shazam, he turns into the superhero, and beats up on folks. Okay, here's the thing. From what you described about the character, this movie could be cheesy real easily, if not done correctly. And some tell me, I mean, I haven't seen, I've seen John Cena in maybe one or two uh, things. Twelve as rounds. As, as far as his acting abilities. Um, but I don't know if he's a strong enough actor to be able to pull this movie off if the material is not well written. So, yeah. He's acted in a lot of movies. WWE has their own movies that they produce themselves mm. that he's acted in. He's been in a few mainstream movies, probably yeah, most I've notably. Seen him in mainstream movies. Most notably, uh, was that Sisters with uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler? Right, he was in and that. he was in that that one movie with the the female comedian. Um, um, Amy Schumer. Yeah, Amy Schumer. Yeah. What was that movie called? Um, uh, yeah, the one with LeBron was in it also. Right, um, yeah. And I thought he did okay in that Yeah, I, I mean, I think dude is like a, a, a average actor. Mm-hmm. Would I give him a franchise that's going to move for a movie that's going to cost $100 million to make in production, not even advertising? Hell mm-hmm. to the no. Um, but I think a lot of fanboys are like, oh, well, that'd be cool because then The Rock is playing Black Adam, who is Shazam's mo- biggest rival. So it'd be like The Rock, Rock and, and, and John Cena versus each other in movies with superpowers. So people like can get hype about it. But I wouldn't turn over $100 million to John Cena to be right. in anything. Shazam is a shit character to begin with. I mean, it's corny ass Superman. That's basically what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's um, what I was saying. I mean, that yeah, that it's corny Superman. Um, it could be cool, but it wouldn't be. Um, and so I, I wouldn't turn my franchise or my life or my, I wouldn't risk my corner office to risk money <laughs> for uh for fucking Shazam, um, or for with John Cena. Um, okay, all right, cool. Uh, so the last one here is um Dragon Con now. That was last weekend. Uh, is it more? I get Labor and Memorial Day weekends confused. Memorial Day or Labor Day? That was Labor, Labor Day. Day. Okay, so Labor Day weekend, Dragon Con was in the ATL. Now, Brothers Comics actually did get two press passes. Female Perspective got the gas face uh, on her press pass. <laughs> with, with all the same paperwork, all the same information, she got the gas face. Hotch and I were able to get... Um, Press passes for Dragon Con, so we got two press passes, and then Hutch also was doing volunteer work, uh, volunteer like you fucking hospital charity nigga, um, <laughs> like doing volunteering at the con. So uh, y'all can go on your own because you each had different perspectives. Hutch, what was your Dragon Con experience like, either from press or from uh, volunteer work? Um, Dragon Con this year, 2017. Um, it was a different experience being press. I really didn't press it, quote unquote. <laughs> but I did take some pictures. Phone. Yeah, <laughs> I did take some pictures. I did do an interview. The Ed, um, you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, with who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 breaking news. Hit the sounder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so Actually, there was there was a group of, of of interviewees from a from Georgia State. They were interviewing a member of the staff of Dragon Con that I was working for as a volunteer. And I interviewed the staff, the people that were doing the the, uh, the uh, interview. 
and which is interesting. They were doing the same thing that we were. They were trying to be like, hey, who are all these brown faces that Dragon Con, which when you normally look, is usually uh, pale faces. So, <laughs> you know, they had the same, you know, they were saying the same things that we bring up that you don't see a lot of. It's getting better. Yeah. You know, who, definitely. Right. And who do we dress up as as far as, you know, heroes and icons in the stories that, you know, that we, the sci fi stories and things? Because there are not a lot of characters to choose from usually. Right. And let. And there, and we did find. I took some pictures of some people who were different aspects, different members of Star Wars, and uh, what other shows was on there. Um, superhero wise, I did see. I see a blade. I didn't take a picture of blade. I saw somebody do poison ivy. Um, there was a couple of different perspectives through for black folks to interpret, and that was cool. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy uh, Dragon Con this year. Unfortunately, the first night I forgot to plan and go use Marta. I fucking paid forty dollars to park on that Friday. Forty dollars. So forty fucking dollars to park that sugar. <laughs> I was pissed off. I bet. Right, and I then you I'm doing. I'm stopping at the Savoy to work, but when you have to pay forty dollars to park, that really takes a lot of the the ha ha out of this shit. So that was the worst part of Dragon Con, really. Oh, and I kind of got sick on Saturday night. But that's, or Sunday, actually. That's another story. Yeah, as you call Con Crud. Yes, Con Crud. <laughs> when you're dealing with a whole bunch of different people who are drunk, who might not be using the best uh, hygiene methods, and you know, and you just keep interacting with them, and next thing you know, you got a cough and you're sick, and I called out. It happened. Mm-hmm. Let me talk about my Dragon Con experience. Um, without putting all my business in the street and family business <laughs> in the street or whatever, we got press. I was able to get my badge. I was able to attend one event. Uh, I was able to meet. Uh, shouts out to ATL Blurred. Um, but that was pretty much it for me. I had to get back to uh, South Florida or whatever. That was pretty much it. I, I, I you know, I'll write up about you know meeting at the Black Girl Nerds event. Uh, it was great. It was at Joysticks. It was all black nerds everywhere, and that was beautiful. It really was. You, you know, want you, to comment on some of the cosplay you witnessed? Yeah, you I mean, yeah, I mean, it was just people kind of came to the event for Black Girl Nerds that, you know, were just kind of dressed up for the event. But it was really just kind of like for me, you know, because the person that runs our like our Twitter and Facebook or whatever, it was an opportunity for me to meet people that I interact with all the time on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to meet uh, Kayla from Black Girl Nerds, who was really cool. I was able to meet Sharif um, from somebody who I, I mean, these are just people that I have interacted with a gazillion times on Twitter and Facebook who I've never met before. And really, they were just cool people. You know, I mean, it's just like, wow, you know, I was able to meet this person, you know, Jamie, the Black Girl Nerd or whatever. Air quotation wasn't there. But all the other people, like a lot of the supporting people were there. I met, you know, from another podcast I listened to, the Nerds of Prey podcast. I was able to meet Shannon and another person from Nerds of Prey. I mean, they were just really good people. And I was, I was like excited. Like, I was just like, wow, I'm, somebody that I listen to on podcasts, like every time they have a podcast, I'm like, I'm meeting you right now. And I, and like, I haven't posted the pictures or anything like that, but I was really excited. Fan Bros, this is a huge podcast out of New York. I was able to meet them. They do uh, Castle Black, which is their Game of Thrones podcast. I mean, we do a Game of Thrones podcast, and I think we do an excellent job. They do a Game of Thrones podcast, which is a really good job, but they get like, you know, 3,000 listens to it. So um, <laughs> it's just, it's like completely different. 
And I'm like, meet, you know, Tatiana and like all these people. It's just like, wow, you know. But the fact too, though, and I'm saying this, the fact too that it was like, you know, I was there with a Brothers Comics t-shirt on. The fact that people were like, Brothers Comics. I know exactly who you are. You're, you know, and they knew who I was, you know, oh, based wow. on the fact that I just had the t-shirt on. That made me feel like, oh, oh holy that's shit. Like, yeah, like, oh, I listened to your whatever. Oh, I remember you did this or whatever. And I was just like, oh, like, y'all know what we do. Like, you listen to this <laughs> shit. Like, word. Like, oh, my God. Like, some lady came up and was like, oh, I love your fucking podcast. And, like, hugged me. And I was just like, I don't know what to do with this. Wow. Like, I really don't know what to do with this right now. And I tried to get you to come with me, female perspective of this thing. But I couldn't get you to come. But it was <laughs> but it was a good time regardless or whatever. So that was my overall experience. I didn't get a chance to experience the con. You know, hopefully moving forward in the future, we'll have press for this continually. So, you know, but what was your perspective? Um, I did attend the con. Um, and uh, one thing that I enjoyed going to are the panels of... And, you know, seeing some of the uh, supposed celebrity panels and so forth. Um, this year, I didn't attend any of the celebrity uh, panels, but I did go to a couple of the art-related panels. I went to one that was about puppetry that I found extremely interesting. I don't know why I'm so interested in puppetry, but I am. Um, <laughs> and I thought that was really, really interesting because you had people who who were, this is their, you know, their life's work, whatever. And they told you how they went about, you know, their creative process and so forth. And I just find that, that, you know, information, that background information, extremely interesting. And then I also went to another panel that was related to um, turning like um, books and novels into Hollywood screenplays and how you go about, you know, writing a screenplay and making it interesting and making appealing, appealing to, you know, the Hollywood industry, which I also thought was extremely interesting. So, um, yeah, that's one of the reasons I go to, you know, the con and um, also to see the cosplay this year. There were uh, several uh, Rick and Morty's. I mean, I'm not <laughs> sure if if people are, are familiar, I'm sure they are of the um, the animated series, but that was real popular cosplay this year. There were several, and I mean, they were everywhere. So, um, yeah, that was one thing that I, I noticed. Um, yeah, and just the cosplay and, and overall, um, just being around, you know, the artistry and so forth, I really enjoyed it's getting bigger too. That's another thing. It is thing. getting bigger. Yeah. I, they were trying to cap it. I, look, last time I remember hearing about it, they were trying to cap it at like sixty thousand. I think the Dragon Con, the official attendance thing was like seventy three, seventy four thousand. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, it's it's huge, and it's I think it's getting it might be getting too big. I, I think from some of the people that I talked to for the brief time that I was there, it was like you know this idea of three hotels. And over like over the it's just too much, not not too too much. It's just like I can't like it's hard, you know, because a lot of cons are just in one spot. You just right, did San Diego exactly. see, that was in one spot and it was just easier. Right. And then it's like, but this isn't. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because as I planning out my schedule, because, um, you know, they have this really cool app that you could download where you could set up, you know, the schedule of the things you want to check out. And it'll tell you what time, you know, and where it's going to be located and so forth. So normally 
for each hour, I will plan like five activities because you don't know if these activities are going to be full or whatever. Because I went to one that was on animation and it was already packed by the time I got there. Mm -hmm. But the thing with having it in different locations, one, you got to figure out where it is, how long it's going to take you to get there. Will you get there in time to be able to get a seat and <laughs> so forth and so on. So, yes, that that's a lot of figuring out to do. Um, that app definitely comes in handy, and I would recommend to anyone who attends uh, the con. Um, it definitely helped me quite a bit. But yeah, you you know, with it being in various different locations, you do have to map it out and try to figure out, you know, how to get there, how long it's going to take, and you know, with crowds and all that. Yeah, it, it, it's a maneuvering. Yeah, I just going to get the badge. Like I went and I came and saw you guys and then I was like, all right, I'm going to go downtown and get my badge so I can pick it up. And then I was go downtown like, okay, which hotel? Okay, okay. No, it's up. In, no, it's in the lowest level. So you got to go down, down an elevator, down an elevator, yeah. down an elevator, like to the lowest, lowest part of the thing. And then it's like, okay, get the badge and then keep it in real hutch. The, hey, sign off on this badge thing for Dragon Con was is like fucking the... Apple thing that you sign off on on your iPhone, you like you don't read the shit. You just sign it, like don't do this, don't do that. And we're like okay, you know you sign off on it. And I was like okay, that's great. But I didn't, like I said, I didn't really get a chance to use it because I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, in the future, you know, we'll write up whatever we have to to make sure that we get future passes for right. Dragon Con because one, Dragon Con ain't cheap. No. You know, a four day pass is nam almost one hundred and fifty dollars yeah, anymore, it's gone right? Up it, didn't it? It went up from last year. Right. Yeah. So that's that. There's that. And two, you know, the press pass allows you to do certain things. You know, uh, again, shout out to ATL Blurred. He was like kind of hitting me up because he does a lot. Of, he does some stuff on the CW 69 here in Atlanta. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, the he went to the press like, you know, tour. He went to, you know, like the, the press kit, like, you know, for the parade, which is a huge deal for Dragon Con. You know, they have a whole section for themselves just for press that you could go to. You know, he was like, you know, oh, you could do all of these things with those press passes. So, you know, future, future looking, you know, again, we need to make sure that we do whatever we can to make sure that we continually get badges for, for Dragon Con. And if we're going to get two, two is enough, you know, then, you know. Truth be told, we can slide that shit between the two and the three of us or whatever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, it, it good looking out. Uh, so, shouts out to Dragon Con. I'm sorry I missed a good portion of it. Um, how was the gaming, Hudson, the gaming area? I saw some pictures and whatnot, but how was, well, overall, what was the gaming like? The gaming is, I mean, there's always a couple of new games that are really hot for Dragon Con. So what are the new games this year that you noticed that people were heavily into? I'm glad you asked that, because now i got to try to remember. Did uh, you mention uh, Werewolf or something like that? Now, this, now, the Werewolf is not a board game, though. Okay. This Werewolf is like an interaction between a, the, the game runner and all these random people that come in. They take in these roles. And then they're, you know, they go through all these different uh, situations, and the wolves eat the villagers. The villagers try, try to figure out who the wolves are and try to kill them. It's all this kind of crazy stuff. But as far as the board games, who was the board games that was really hot? Uh, I can't remember because it was all a big gigantic blur. But you did mention that someone remembered that you had brought talisman from a previous year, <laughs> aye, aye, aye. and yeah. they asked you if you were going to bring it again this year. Yes, they all there's always there's this group of folks that know me that know <laughs> I love these particular games and I have them <laughs> that are out of print 
And they're like, hey, you. Mm-hmm. They don't know my name. Or they might say, like, hey, black dude. Uh, you gonna bring this talisman game? Y'all don't, I mean, you're the one that has this game. No one else has it. And normally I would, you know, I might figure out one or two days to bring it. That guy will show up. They'll play it. Be like, that's just game of the shit. I'll be back here next year to play it. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, that, that's gone over the last three years. Mm-hmm. But yes, there are some games that are classic. You know, the, the games that we're talking about aren't usually Monopoly, but some people actually bring out Monopoly now because it's not as common as it used to be. Mm, or yeah. Shoots and Ladders. I don't know why. Uh, somebody was playing Shoots and Ladders? We have Shoots and Ladders at this thing. Mm, if people what? play that. I mean, I, that's one thing I did notice. That's, I'm glad you brought this up. They are trying to make it more family-friendly mm-hmm. than, than it has been in the last couple, or last since I've been there. I mean, I saw a lot of kids. They had like pain seminars. Mm-hmm. They had, you know, game, little, you know, gaming group seminars. And there were a lot of younger kids there from, you know, from eight to fifteen there. Mm-hmm. But is that good from your perspective? <sighs> the one thing about Dragon Con that's different than Comic Con, I might write this article one of these days. Yes, please do. Yeah, because yeah, you, you <laughs> did say that you were going to do a compare and contrast of the two. Right. So yeah, if you could briefly like give us a sampling of what you would put in your article of compare and contrast between Dragon Comic Con. Comic Con. I compare Comic Con to Disney. Com- you you pay a lot of money. You go to this thing. You go stand in line for a long time. But it's their job to give you a show, and they're going to do everything they can to give you that show. Mm-hmm. Dragon Con is more like the county fair. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, yes, the rides are there. The lines are shorter. Uh, but you are putting your shit at risk because <laughs> uh, the city of Atlanta, we, you know, the same thing that makes it cool also makes it dangerous because in the middle of downtown Atlanta, you, I mean, that could be somebody cosplaying as a bum, but it's a real urban outdoorsman who has 20 hit, 20 hit points and a knife or gun oh, wow. and we'll use it. Now, um, then you mentioned also <laughs> that Comic-Con was more marketing-related. They, it was basically about marketing Sorry. The, you know, the upcoming movies and TV series and so forth, whereas DragonCon is not quite on that level. Right. I, my experience from Comic-Con was more, like I said, you sit down and watch what we're going to present to you. This is what's coming up. Right. This is what we're going to push on you. Dragon Con to me was more interactive. Hey, you're here to have you generate your own good time, mm-hmm. and the city of Atlanta or these hotels and Dragon Con will try to keep you safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, okay, so yeah, um, again, Dragon Con, great event. Um, if you all listen to this, uh, yes, we will be there and. Please give us pass passes <laughs> yeah. uh, in perpetual. Uh, and and pre- if you can get us three, that yeah, that'd be even better. Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that would be great. Uh, shout out to a food Richardson, a uh, oh, friend of the yeah. show, who designed the badges she for Dragon badges Con this year. Yeah, yeah. So um, which was great. Yeah, she did great, and she. I mean, I didn't get a chance to see her over there, but I've talked to her before. She's great. Oh, she she is. She's uh, she's great.
great. Absolutely. Yeah. I've yeah. been very down to earth, very creative, very good energy. Yeah. You get a very good energy yeah. from her. And I she mean, knows like she's very cool. Yeah, and she's like and she is very cool. And she's also like a blurred nerd too. Like and you get like, you know, you get the sense that she's like, you know, I'm not just doing this shit because I can make money. Like right. I really enjoy this shit too. Right. Um exactly. so yeah, she, she was storm she was great. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah. And she was at a different um and she I, I, I didn't see her on there. I saw I from following on Twitter I saw what she was doing over there. So yeah, just mm-hmm. great time. All right. So yeah, that wraps up blurred notes and it uh, rounding right into the STFUs. Hit my music. Alright, so the SCFUs, uh, where this week where we get to tell people to shut the fuck up, uh, for their dumb shit. Um, as I got a ton. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if y'all have any. I know there's, you know, uh, just to let you in on how this works for Brothers Comics, um, like let you in on the inside of the show. During the course of the week while we are working, because this, you know, Brothers Comics is a volunteer effort. We don't get any money or whatever for this, but we do talk to each other during the week and, we have a, 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 a text chain that goes through the weeks. And so any activities that come up or anything like that, it comes up on our text chain and we talk about it and it winds up on the show or winds up on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. So um, anyone that you want to take before I get to it, Hutch, anyone that you remember from this week or anything? I got an STFU for uh, Kyrie Irving. I mean... Th- and, this, and that trade and this whatever, him forcing himself out of Cleveland because he wants to be the man, but he goes to Boston where he ain't going to be the man. And, you know, this, the whole thing, I mean, you are, what a trade, a turncoat <laughs> trader, some bitch. I mean, that's, I hope you do horrible and plus, you came from Duke too. Yes. Yes, which makes it worse. <laughs> Just, you're not going to do anything in Boston. You might, you know what, Boston might win the East over Cleveland, and yet you're going to get swept or win one game when you play the Warriors. But yes, Kyrie Irving and Uncle Grandpa or whatever you are. <laughs> Grandpa Drew, I think. Yeah, Grandpa Drew. Uh, STFU to you, sir. In a related topic to that, um, Kyrie Irving is a flat earther. I don't know if you know this or not. Yeah, uh, he, there are, I don't know if you know, there's a group of people yeah, now that will yeah. tell you that the earth is flat. I know, it's fucking 2017, and it's some famous people in there, Kyrie Irving being one of them, I think uh, there's a rapper, uh, is that B.O.B. or something like that? Oh, yeah. they yeah. some flat earthers. Um, listen, what? niggas, let me, hold on a second. <laughs> let, me, hold, let me tap the mic to make sure that you know what we about oh, to talk about. Oh, boy. Y'all are the dumbest niggas on the planet. <laughs> Okay? And the planet, which happens to be round as fuck. Okay? I was on something, I, I posted something to Twitter with some fucking flat, I was like, I, I wonder what the flat earthers are saying about hashtag Hurricane Irma. And they were like, oh, and some flat earther came at me on Twitter and was like, oh, you know, y'all, y'all are just too dumb to realize this. All that stuff is just CGI or whatever. I was like, CGI? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was like, are you just playing? Oh. Is this, are you just you doing your gimmick or are you that fucking stupid? Like, see, like, it's just CGI. There's no space, by the way, female perspective. Uh, flat earthers don't think there's no space because they can't see. Like, like if the world was round and when they look out, 
they would be able to see the curve see, in the earth. Oh my goodness. They're just fucking dumb. Um, so How ignorant can you be? You just a fucking dumb as fuck. <laughs> like all these space shots that you see, they're just making this shit up, huh? All right, nigga. Whatever. So yeah, Kyrie Irving is a flat earther. So he should get an SCSU uh, in for two of them. Yeah, forever for being a flat earther. Especially the fact that he went to Duke, which is one of the best universities in the world, and you couldn't fucking prove that shit. How you fucking be a flat earther? But whatever, nigga. Uh, Yeah. yeah. So I didn't even have that on my list. Uh, So yeah. So fuck you, uh, Kyrie Irving. You got anybody female? I think you mentioned this in in the one of our um, texting chains about Bobby Brown. <laughs> Michael Jackson had a moonwalk, and all I can say is Bobby Brown's still on that shit. <laughs> He's still on that shit, and <laughs> Bobby get help. Yeah. All I can say. <laughs> I, I will take it to a different level. He is on my list as I check this shit off. He's on my list. Bobby Brown saying that he taught Michael Jackson how to move. Okay. I went to fucking Wikipedia research, Hutch. All right. Hey, Hutch, you might have been around for this shit, too. Um, okay. So, Michael Jackson breaks out the moonwalk on Motown 25. In 84, okay, 83. 83. It was 1983. Motown 25. They celebrate their uh, anniversary. Motown 25. He comes out. He does Billy Jean on Motown 25. Right. And he busts that moonwalk out. Black family. Yeah, watch that. yeah, exactly. Now, my cousins, or cousins, air quotation marks, so they're just black. We just call them cousins, whatever. My cousins, uh, Nikki and Denise and Jennifer, or whatever, they go fucking nuts. I mean, Ah, fucking panties all wet. I'm just not lying. I just panties all wet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know what happened. Panties is all wet. And they go nuts for Michael Jackson. This is 1993. (laughs) March of 1993. Or 83. Excuse me. March of 83. Okay. So, I was like, what? I was like, that's March of 83. I was like, where the fuck did Candy Girl come out? So, I go to the Wikipedia. Candy Girl comes out in, like, November of 82. Yeah. Okay, so there's like a four month or whatever mark between Candy Girl blowing up and Mike brushing out the moonwalk. But the dude that was in Shalimar on a, like a special on VH1 had already said that he had done the and they have a video he had did the moonwalk on Soul Train. And then Mike was like, "Oh, okay, how you do that?" And then Mike just took it from him, you know, with the pop and the lock and then the moonwalk. So Bobby on that shit. <laughs> You could have said a whole lot of Wikipedia. You could have said a whole lot of Wikipedia and went straight to Bobby on that shit. Bobby still on that shit. Bobby still on that shit. Right. I mean, because yeah, Michael. I mean, yeah, Popcorn Love and Candy Girl. I mean, they was just you know just making a mark. I mean, and, and Michael Jackson been in the damn business for 20 right, years by exactly. that point. He ain't going to them mofos again. Learn how to do moves. Right. We didn't. I mean. But some like two people, two black people had a VCR back in the day, <laughs> and so or we weren't, you know, filming it and passing them tapes back and forth. I was like, um, chances are the international uh, musical superstar Michael Jackson wasn't going to Roxbury's finest to find out dance moves at the time. No, <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but Mike did also make cocaine and chicken, so. 
Uh, he did make cocaine, uh, cocaine chicken. Cocaine chicken? We, we, we talked about this on this podcast. That he had cooked his, he, he took his chicken, his fried chicken, uh-huh. and, and dipped it in cocaine and fried it into cocaine. Michael Jackson? No! Bobby Brown! No! No! Michael Jackson? No! Michael Jackson? No! Yeah, yeah, they fried all his chicken up in the cocaine. So yeah, so Bobby so all right, Bobby. Seriously though, for real, get help, get help, <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, that ain't that ain't then that's not what's happening in the street. All right, so yeah, I got Bobby Brown. Uh, Hutch, you got anybody else? Come back around. No female perspective. <laughs> Uh, I can't think of anyone right now. Before I get into those FTSUs, let's give a shout out to Sloan Stevens and Madison Key, although I'm going to rip her here in a little bit. Um, Sloan Stevens wins the U.S. Open this past weekend. Yes. Um, uh, first Grand Slam, you know, Serena ain't playing, so anybody that wins a Grand Slam right. with Serena ain't playing is really just kind of like a whatever, nigga. Um, <laughs> scam, yeah, but she wins. Uh, so, shouts out to Sloan Stevens for winning her first Grand Slam title. Her reaction to getting that $3.8 million check was priceless because she was like, What? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's for me? Yeah, exactly. $3.8 million for winning the U.S. Open. So, shouts out to Sloan Stevens. Madison Key, who is also uh, at least partially African American. Her, uh, I think her daddy is black, her mom is white. Um, she's an all lives matter person, so I don't really fuck with her. But Shouts out to you for running up. Uh, so yeah, so that, for was that horse yeah. teeth? Yes, it is horse teeth. Oh yeah. Yes, thank you, Hutch. That's yeah, awful. Yeah. But yes, whatever. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so I got him. I got uh, the Polk County Sheriff. Polk County was in uh Tampa in the Tampa region. Remember the uh the, the producer here is here because the storm uh Hurricane Irma. Was coming through Florida, and I wanted to uh get away from that because it was looking like a, a Category Five. So I bailed. And uh, the Polk County Sheriff, which is, again, the sheriff department in Tampa, Florida, was like, hey, you know, if you're, uh, if you're a, uh, uh, you know, a, a criminal, essentially a criminal, we got a nice sale for you to come to evacuate into or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that nigga. Because, you know what? I don't think I need my sheriff department out here looking for re- retweet touch. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of a, a bad taste. Sure. Yeah, it just didn't make it just didn't make any sense to me. I was like, if you, I mean, you so bad at your job, you gotta have somebody turn themselves in because of a hurricane so you could get fucking catch them. I mean, that's kind of bullshit. So fuck you, uh, Polk County T- Sheriff Department. Um, I got this one. I'll leave this one for me and Hush and my son who ain't gonna deal with this because he's young or whatever. But I'm gonna say this shit anyway. Motherfucker, Lonzo Ball. Fuck all the balls, by the way. <laughs> fucking Lavar. Lavar in particular, but fuck Lonzo Ball. So as they have their reality show on, uh, I think it's on Facebook Live or whatever. Lonzo Ball was like, they were talking to him about like some of the pre-production stuff, and he was like, you know, like, oh, we're gonna play like these intros in between like the bits. And he was like, oh, you know what? No, no, nobody listen to Nas anymore. But you know, Nas ain't nobody. He was like, you know, the future of rap is fucking future. And uh, who are them uh, the bad and bougie niggas? And who are them bad and bougie niggas? Who that sing that song, boy? Uh, the Migos. Uh, uh, fuck you, Lonzo Ball. Uh, the, uh, I mean, uh, I can deal with future in a sense, but the Migos is bullshit. That bad and bougie song, it may be possibly one of the worst songs ever created in the future of rap music. Worse than uh, J.J. Fade? 
<laughs> Nobody was saying JJ Fad was a great song, so yes, it is worse than that. The fact that people bump bad and bougie, and we're gonna get on this, and I post this to Facebook too. It's as worse as Bodak Yellow, that shit by Cardi B. That is a fucking <laughs> awful song that people play loud all the time. It's just awful. This mumble rap, this fucking trap music rap. What's up, bottle? The, the, throttle, the, 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 I'm in agreement with you, man. That's just garbage. It's I mean, garbage. It's garbage. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, look, <laughs> MCs used to be about trying to be lyrics. And look, crap rap has always gotten more plays than like real rap. Like, I'm not even that. But at least be good crap rap. <laughs> at least be good. I mean, Cardi B, that Bodak Yellow song is fucking garbage. It's just garbage. And I, I don't, don't come at me about, you know, Cardi B, feminist icon or whatever the fuck she is. She could be whatever you want her to be and a bad rapper. Like, all at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I just, ugh. I mean, I'm going to make a wrap up just right now for the shit that's on this table. Uh, uh, Rick Flair. Uh, uh, go hair. Uh, uh, gotta dare. Uh, uh, gotta share. Uh, uh, kindergarten. Uh, uh, lot of garden. Uh, I mean, it's just bullshit. That's exactly how it sounds. It's just fucking mumble rap, and it's just terrible. So fuck all those people. Uh, but yes, more importantly, fuck Lonzo Ball. Y'all know how I feel about Nas. Um. You can't that that don't do that. And I think I posted when I saw it on Facebook. I was like, that's why you can't trust light skinned dudes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a line. Yeah. That is a line step. Yeah, you Definitely. can't. That's why you can't fuck with light skinned dudes. You just you literally can't. You literally cannot fuck with light skinned dudes because they'll say shit like that. All right, Hutch, you got anybody, man? Come on, stop checking your fancy stats. <laughs> Um, well, I got one for JT Barrett. Good job. Uh, uh, dude, you've been there for four years. Seven years. Whatever. You can't throw a ball. I mean, you're you're the weak link. You got to go. STF to you, sir. STFU to you. You, uh, you again, ruined another Ohio State season. Ah! <laughs> uh, do you have any another? Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Um. I probably do, but it's not coming uh, to the forefront oh. of uh, thought right now. I but, got one for you. Okay. Now here's a movie, a movie that you like. Uh-huh. The Kingsman has uh-huh. your buddy in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? I probably will see that sequel because I did like The Kingsman. Um, however, it does have, uh, yes, Taterhead Tatum in it. <laughs> That I'm not too happy about seeing. So yeah. <laughs> oh the a, uh, yeah. I, yeah. We were just talking about this over at the at the bar. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like the first one. Like oh, I did. you did? No, I did. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was cool. It was different. It yeah. Was, I, it was different. Than I, I thought I it was just extra. Like yeah. you know, like it was just too extra. Like uh-huh. that's kind of how I thought. So I had no, I I had no point in seeing another one, but with. Channing Tatum and Halle Berry, and that's strongest of passes. I missed that one for show. Uh, and then they brought back the, you know, my fucking um, uh, Harold Darcy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, you I, died just, in the movie. Like, yeah, how are you gonna be back in this it, movie? It, uh, spoiler, but yes, yeah. <laughs> he did die in the first one. Yeah. So it'll be interesting how they incorporate his character into the sequel. But mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, so I got. 
I we, we gave Bobby Brown one. We gave the Polk County Sheriff one. Oh, I hear Rush Limbaugh. Uh, now, if we talked about Rush Limbaugh, he mm, could get one every week, uh, but we don't. Easily. Uh, Rush Limbaugh went on his radio show. When, when did I get here? Friday or Saturday? Friday. He went on his radio show on Wednesday-ish or Thursday-ish and was like, yeah, you know what? This that this this hurricane stuff is just like you know the liberal media, uh, you know, blowing shit up, and it, you know it's just not a big deal, you know. And there's no climate, you know, climate change. And it's just you know liberal media, blah blah blah. And then on Thursday, whatever show was the last one, it's like yeah, we're not gonna be on the air. We're evacuating this right. shit. Right. Oh, so if uh, so this <laughs> is made up crap by liberal media, why are you evacuating? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah, we getting the fuck out of here. Exactly. Um, but it's just made up. Like fuck you, nigga. <laughs> fuck you, Rosh Limbaugh. Our our grandmother used to listen to that show to get her blood pressure up. I think. <laughs> like I, I I think she used to listen to it just to get angry. I mean that was like in 1992. Like wow. before he was even like you know whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, it uh, yeah he's just that dude. He just says shit to say shit, and it, I mean you know it's just for pure entertainment purposes only. Like people that listen to that and believe when anything that Russell Limbaugh has to say is just stupid. When you say pure, you're talking about Dove. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a whole nother story. Uh, but yeah, and a whole nother podcast. But yes, it, uh, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, two. Rush Limbaugh, Bobby Brown, Polk County Sheriff, Lonzo Ball, JT Barrett, uh, Ch- Taterhead Channing Tatum. Uh, did I miss anybody else? Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Flat Earthers. Uh, y'all can all please shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. All right. All right. So let's start to wrap up the podcast. I'm going to say this is a podcast 70, but I might. it might be 69. 69. Just call it. Uh, just call it Podcast Irma. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. you go. Podcast Irma. Yeah, because that's why I'm here. Um, so we start to wrap this up. You'll be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Um, can't think of anything else. Uh, Brothers Comics, Future Business. Um, later in a couple of weeks, uh, Brother Beavis will be at Baltimore Comic Con, Baltimore City Comic Con. Uh, so he'll be covering that event for us. At the end of at the end of September, uh, it's the same man and I will be at uh, Tampa Bay MegaCon in Tampa um, in early October or mid October or in October. I don't even know anymore. Um, we are we have press coverage for New York City Comic Con. Uh, not quite sure who's covering it yet, <laughs> um, but we do have press coverage for New York City Comic Con, which is a huge freaking con. Like I mean. That is the uh, San Diego Comic-Con of the East Coast. I mean, it's a huge mm. fucking con. Uh, so we will be represented at that. Uh, and I think that takes us through our conning through uh, the latter part of 2017. Um, I don't think there's any other ones that are like huge ones that are coming up. We do have press out for uh, Fan Fest uh, Atlanta. But we're waiting to hear about that. That's in November. Um uh, I can't think of any other ones. Hot, you know of any other ones that we're looking out for? Oh no. Okay, so yeah, so we're just you know we got a lot of you know some things popping. Uh, now you we're like okay, wait a minute. So brothers, comics, they're throwing this podcast in now. What niggas been for the last <laughs> like five weeks? Uh, we are kind of going through a, like a reboot of brothers comics. Uh, we're uh, like we're just kind of gonna we're 
kind of going through some, like, how we're going to do this moving forward. Uh, you can say it, Hutch. Go ahead, man. Come on. You can go ahead and say what you want to say. Ain't that a song? I mean, yes. we're going through a growth, and, uh, you know, we're getting retuned to make a better, nicer, or whatever sounding podcast. <laughs> yeah, just trying to refine things to make sure that we're doing what works out for us and works out for the people that listen to this podcast. So, um, so be on the lookout for that. So if you don't hear from us again for like another month, that is the reason why. We're really, the reason that we're recording this podcast is I was here because of hashtag Hurricane Irma. Um, so yeah, so you know, kind of just be looking out for that. Be sure to check out for the updates on in Twitter and Facebook, um, and then check out BrothersComics.com, B-R-O-T-H-A-S-C-O-M-I-C-S, Comics.com, because there are updated articles on our opinions on things that are happening in the world of comics and blurdom and moviedom. Um, I think that's it. We need exit music, though. Yeah. It ain't um, going to be no fucking Bodak Yellow. I can yeah, let's hope Fuck not. Fuck that. No uh, trap music. Let's hope not. What's some good exit music? Scorpions. Rock like a hurricane. Oh, you oh, was holding that in your pocket, nigga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you had that shit in your pocket. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that's good. Yeah, so uh, as the scorpions take us out, um, they wasn't the, the Christian right rock group, was they, Hutch? That's oh, not, no, no, no. Now, who no, was that? Not, who was the Christian, Christian like, heavy metal group that was, like, in the 80s like that? It was one. Because I used to Wiener, go to white now, I used to go to school with a dude. He was like, "Oh, this is heavy metal," but it was like Christian heavy metal. But it, but it wasn't. It wasn't any of them dudes. It was oh white shit. Or, this is why we Wiener. need Brother Beavis. Wait, wait. Do it for the white perspective there. Uh, so yeah. So at moving forward, also be looking out for the um, Unmasked podcast as they get you ready for season three of Mr. Robot. Also, be looking out for the Pretty Little Riverdale podcast. It's coming back. Riverdale will be back in October. Uh, C. Talene and Sescali will be uh, leading that. And maybe I, the producer will be on those. I'm not altogether sure. And, uh, yeah, just look for some updates and um, changes here for Brothers Comics. Nothing major, but just, you know, be checking for that. All right. So, Rocky Like a Hurricane is playing us out. Um, all right. Be perspective. Say adios. Adios from the female perspective. Big Hutch, get us out of here. We will take selfies. Make sure they're good selfies in the nude. <laughs> and stay safe from Hurricane Irma. Yes, if you are and in the path. Yes, if you're in the path of Jose or Irma, uh, yeah, get out like I did. Um, although it did take me fucking 17 hours to get it. Uh, take an eight-hour drive out of this fucking place. But I'll, you know, that's a whole other podcast. All right? <laughs> so we'll see you on the other side, people. Peace. Peace.
Scratch my skin, so what is wrong with me?